0: Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 lovers, haters, masturbators. This is Billy Persida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, fan whores? How you doing? Welcome to the show, everybody. If you're new to the program, I'm your host, comedian Billy Persida, this is the podcast where every week I chat with my, uh, my former flames, my ex-lovers, my past hookups, where we talk about sex, dating, sexuality, relationships, and especially in today's episode, why we didn't work out. Yeah, if you think communication with an ex is a little awkward, try doing it uh, in front of thousands of people to listen to. So if you're new, uh, that's, that's what you have to look forward to. And uh, for all you people who are returning, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. Happy everyone's listening. And uh, happy April Fool's Day to everyone. Please don't be terribly, terribly cruel uh, on, on your, your prankings. You know, please do not uh, give your man a blowjob. And right before he comes, you stop and say April Fool's. Orgasm denial uh, is only fun when it's, it's mutually consensual and properly planned. Because otherwise, that's blue balls that a man did not want. Please, please do not do that. Save that uh, for a punishment. That's a good punishment, but not a very funny prank. Uh, so I got this email from Megan. Uh, it goes, whore doesn't call me billy hey listen this manhor has a name okay <laughs> manhor i really enjoy your show it's very sex positive and that's hard to find on podcasts your show's sort of sexy too i'm kind of going through a wild spell myself right now i'm a junior in college i have a fantasy that i want to tell my boyfriend but i'm not sure how he will take it i've always wanted to give him a double blowjob I know he would probably be up for it if I asked him about it, but I don't want him to think I'm a freak or something. Since I've seen it done in porn, I've always wanted to do it with him. I've always wondered what it would be like to share that part of my boyfriend's body with another girl orally, which is interesting uh, as she assumes that as as if she's going to say, that's the only part of the body I'm going to share. Stay away from his thighs. Stay away from his balls. Stay away from the asshole, you. Get away from that asshole. You can only have that dick. Only sharing the dick. Um, it excites me for some reason. Now, my best girlfriend is down with doing it with me. All I have to do is ask my boyfriend. Should I take the plunge? Will I like it? It's a big gift, but he's respectful and down for new things. Best, Megan. I love that she refers to it as a It's a big gift, but it's a big gift for her. <laughs> uh, listen, Megan, I don't know. Is his birthday coming up? graduation a high holy holiday how about uh, how about any day that ends in why those are all brilliant excuses uh, to offer this lovely thing to him yeah go ahead take the plunge tell him i've never had such an easy question asked of me hey billy you think my boyfriend would find it hot if i brought like my other hot girlfriend and we blew him together yeah i think he would and you know what? Even if he wasn't up for it, it's not a, it's not crazy to ask. Anything you want to do with a partner, just ask. Because what's the worst that happens? You say no. Uh, if you say that the worst thing that could happen is he breaks up with you over it, then you shouldn't be dating that person. And they sound like a psycho. So yeah, go for it. Especially... Uh, your, it, it's not even like a... Um, hypothetical thing because sometimes for me well, I don't do well with hypotheticals because sometimes I'll start getting my hopes up in advance uh, I can't. it's hard to control sometimes I'm like oh my god this thing could happen now and now maybe I'll act like it will and I get in this mental space and then when it doesn't happen I get disappointed you're not in that position your girlfriend is down to do it your friend's like yeah I'm down to blow your boyfriend with you Fuck yeah you presented him to him like that but like, listen Rachel wants to suck your dick with me that cool don't overthink this one, Megan. Double BJ being offered by college girlfriend is a man's double rainbow. Just make sure you email me back and let me know how it goes. Bonus points if I get some pictures. Um, yeah, guys, anything you want to do with a partner, like really, listen, if you're dating someone, it's always it should it should always be a safe space to at least propose sexual ideas um because in the worst case scenario scenario should always be that they just say no you know anyone who freaks out at just the proposal and i'm just talking about like kind of smaller sexy proposals i'm not talking about relationship changing lifestyle proposals like you know going from monogamous to non-monogamous or something like that um so yeah always you should always ask Especially when it's like double BJ, uh, I, I genuinely laughed out loud at, at this email, not, and it's not because it's dumb it 's not a dumb question. She's junior in college, maybe she comes from a conservative area. I'm just like, oh, that is just so adorable, and why aren't I dating her? Uh, <laughs> um, I remember my first double B I've only had one double BJ actually. Um, it was during it was during my threesome, and it was quite wonderful because during the threesome they wanted me to direct. Like they both separately said, they want me to direct kind of how things go. Like they want me to say when we're going to change positions, what's happening, or, okay, hey, you should. Tell someone to go down on the other person. So at one point, like I, I knew I had the shots. It was funny. I was kind of like a director. I knew I had the shot list in my head. I was like, okay, well, I want the one where uh, one's fucking me uh, while the other's sitting on my face. I want one where she's going down on her and I'm fucking her from behind. And I knew I had the shot list where I was like, I need, I need the double BJ. It's like, okay. Get lighting. Get the gaff. Okay. It's gaffer. We good. Whatever gaffers do, you're done gaffing. Cool. Um, best boy. Keep being the best. <laughs> okay, girl, okay, let's are we ready? Okay, uh, let's set up. We're gonna do the double BJ scene in action. It's quite the sight and, and one I still replay in my mind on, on many a solo occasion. This is just nothing like uh, seeing two two beautiful women just eagerly servicing you. <sighs> so yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know about how double double oral on a girl. I don't know. Like, if I had to go down on a girl with with another girl, fine. Uh, I know I'm not gonna have. It still logistically sounds complicated, but I go. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, with another guy, I oh, I'm fine. I think I'd be fine. I, guys, I've been in gangbangs. Clearly, I don't mind naked men in close proximity and some thigh touching. Uh, but you know, that that's really up close both our faces up in that coochie uh, i guess i guess i'd have to wait for the the situation to present itself uh so if you want to if you want to send me any questions or queries you can email me over at manhorpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com uh even if you don't have a question if you just want to tell me how awesome i am or if you want to tell me i suck i read and respond to every email so please do uh Go ahead and say hi, and again, and again, I'm on Twitter. If you want to say hi more publicly, at the Billy use the hashtag #ManWhorePodcast, and let me know what you think about the show. This week's episode, guys, is with Emily. Emily, wow, um, six years, Billy. It's been six years. Uh, I was an adorable 19 year old sophomore at NYU. A friend from some like pre college program I did. Uh, she wanted to come visit New York and I was like, "Yeah, sure." She's like, "Hey, can I bring my friend Emily?" Um you know, we can both fit on a couch or one of us can sleep on uh, on the floor." I'm like, all right, sure, yeah, totally." She comes on out and uh Emily and I accidentally hit it off and turned her into the other our other friend into quite the third wheel. But uh had this amazing time and then just basically throughout uh the spring of uh, the spring and early summer of sophomore year. We were uh, we kind of doing like a long distance. Not exclusive. But the kind of dating. Long distance. Just a lot of uh, a chit-chang. A lot of phone calls. A lot of texts. Uh, some really cute Facebook messages. Like really, really cute. Like disgustingly cute. Even to where I'm saying like who the fuck was I saying that? So anyways. Emily dumped me uh in a less than cool fashion which you'll hear about on the show and uh at the end of the episode I'll, i'll read how that happened but uh we had a cool talk so i was in chicago and she said she'd do the show and we caught up for the first time in six years So, uh, yeah, sit back, relax, tune in, and listen to me and Emily, and then tune in after the episode for, uh, I guess, a little bonus. Let's do it.
1: I feel like I'm not interesting enough to hold a conversation on all of these
0: particular topics. No, it's not a sex podcast. She just happens to be, like, a particularly raunchy woman. Like, what do you do? Well, you know, missionary for, like, seven minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's more than okay. Like I said, it's not um, it's not a sex show. So this is gonna be your mic, by <laughs> Do the way. I hold it. Yeah, you would hold it, and you're gonna like try to talk in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: No, but um, you're plenty interesting. Everyone's interesting because everyone's a special snowflake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's that line about sexual experiences being unique, like a snowflake?
0: Um, I think
1: that's Schmidt wisdom from New Girl.
0: I have not I don't I don't want to watch the new girl really, so yeah, no, I'm not aware. I saw the first season and I was like, okay, I get it. It's just I don't watch a lot of comedy. I, I see so much you comedy. Live comedy. I yeah. I live comedy, bro. I My live eat- so
1: much better than that.
0: <laughs> I live eating shit comedy all day, every day, yeah.
1: Your toilet must be overflowing with comedy.
0: It's a hilarious <laughs> toilet. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, How no. long
1: did it take us to get to a poop joke?
0: Uh, f- not very long. There you go. <laughs> uh, two minutes. It's okay. a new record. No, I. Uh, I'd like
1: to think that I bring a certain class to the table. Um, but.
0: <laughs> well, um, in going back through old Facebook messages, I remember. Oh my um, god, that's so someone embarrassing. Someone here swears like a sailor. And then <laughs> I, the other one is really adorable. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one's which.
1: In all fairness, I actually was hired as a sailor professionally
0: a oh. couple,
1: couple years ago. Wait, ago. I
0: forgot. You, well, you are very outdoorsy, if I remember correctly.
1: I am outdoorsy. I do own a lot of flannel.
0: That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but not ironically. It's because it's, you need it. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah. That's what I take to this, the shooting range. That's my bread and butter for my body.
0: I remember shooting range and camping and Mm -hmm. outdoorsiness.
1: I jump out of planes. I scuba dive. If it's in a mall, I'm pretty much not interested.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you said you're not interested
1: uh you were talking about facebook messages
0: oh yeah old facebook messages where we were just disgusting to one another
1: i'm sure that's true there were a
0: lot of i miss you's uh, um, okay. done in in various fashions
1: uh, from one end probably more than the other
0: no 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 no, no. there's there's plenty of Equally um, lovey-dovey i i uh what was the line i miss you more than i should
1: okay yeah I don't stuff think like I that remember that
0: and then and then I would be like, I miss you more than you'd want me to. <laughs> and then you'd vomit and Teenage then you would respond. <laughs> well, you were like, what, 18? 18. 18 right? And 19, then I was 19? Yeah. Something like that. Because <clears throat> you were the same, same year as Tia. And Tia, I think, was a year below me. Okay. So that was my sophomore year. I okay. feel like you were you were pretty new
1: and very inexperienced. Yeah.
0: As, I, I kind of was too, just because I had just okay. gotten out of a relationship.
1: Okay. What?
0: <laughs> I, I had sex with basically one girl for like a year, and then and then I got cut loose and off into the wild. I'm like, what do I do? I'm just like out there with my cock out. I'd be like, what do I do with this? Where do I go? You know? And
1: after a short stint in prison for being in public <laughs> with your cock out. Now, I have a lot of, a lot of nice memories. I think uh, you were the first guy to ever call me beautiful, and we'll... Will cherish that memory forever.
0: Well, you are.
1: Thank you. Still
0: looking great.
1: Oh. I just had my wisdom teeth out a few weeks ago, so this is liquid diet, Emily.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, liquid diet, Emily. Okay.
1: Hope to make my way back up to. So you're gonna potato wanna,
0: chips. You, you wanna here, like say things here. Mm-hmm. Just say just no, no. Just talk to me. Hi. Hi. Hear the difference? Yes. Yeah. Cool.
1: Are you gonna cut that out, or are we gonna? I haven't like, decided. Okay. I, I might. Have, I'm a little microphone challenged. That's that's okay. It's
0: okay. I'm here. I'm here to teach you. I'm oh, here to. I
1: so appreciate that. Oh my can God. you <laughs> use really small words and speak really slowly so oh my, my tiny female brain can comprehend?
0: Absolutely, I can do that for you. As a man, as the <laughs> cock wielder here, I can absolutely do that for you. You just sit there and be pretty. <laughs> And then I'll just take I care of the like rest. I feel like
1: I'm not sassy. I'm not sassy to this point with other people. I'm actually a very kind, wholesome Midwestern girl with your average run of the mill folk. But you
0: bring up i bring I out the ice queen be in, a dick in you. To yes, you. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> when all I was like was just love me, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but where's the fun in that? uh
0: apparently none apparently none whatsoever uh yeah no i, I did scroll through the facebook messages like um,
1: all eight thousand of them because no. we we hung out online a lot more than we hung out in person
0: yeah that was one of those things distance I, mean, I went into like i just wanted to go recent i was trying to see if there was any interaction in between um your delivery method <laughs> and and now and there wasn't but then i saw all the the things that led up to it, which further confuse um, okay but yeah distance we we did that whole uh, distance jazz
1: which was particularly foolish because I think that I was not looking for something serious, which only further made things difficult
0: i I never I have gotten to the point where I do not <laughs> i I say I call bullshit on the entire line of I'm not looking for something serious i it's No one's looking for something, even when you are looking for something serious, that's one method. But even when you're not looking for something serious, you're basically not looking for something serious until someone comes along that happens to make you want to be serious. I completely agree. Right.
1: Um, For me, that just took like 25 years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, it was weird that I would ever get involved with someone long distance because I just finished being in long distance yeah. like the same amount of well, distance we had a
1: good time together we had yeah. banter we yeah.
0: had yeah we had banter there's uh-huh. witty conversation uh-huh. um you were a good kisser you know have like been that. like
1: a really great lesbian friend to have for you but i couldn't do that i'm sorry <laughs>
0: but you were so close you went to, you went to <laughs> and played rugby you know like you're yeah. so close to lesbian you're <laughs>
1: not for lack of trying
0: did you give it the old college try
1: old college try not for me
0: you were, da- were you just down there be like, I don't know what to do. I'm
1: not going down there.
0: Oh, you didn't go down? No. No? Okay. <laughs>
1: okay, so not the old college try. Maybe the new college try. The new
0: age selfist <laughs> college try. Like the millennial college try. A handshake. Oh, a handshake. <laughs> you just do a handshake with like two fingers? Is that <laughs> what that handshake looks like?
1: Wait, I was only supposed to use two fingers?
0: <laughs> mm, chasing Amy. Um <laughs>
1: I've seen Orange is the New Black. That's close.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, I, well we met because, uh, through a mutual friend who came to visit me in New York. And she's like, well, can my friend come crash too? I'm like, sure. And then um, we ended up by the end of y'all's trip really upsetting her. <laughs> she felt very third wheel. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't talk to her anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh there's sporadic talks. but Then she says something kind of. Slut shame me, and then makes me not uh, want to talk to her anymore. That sucks. I don't know. Well, uh, clearly, I'm no. not good at doing that because I'm here right now. You know, it's like
1: ouch. <laughs> All right. So, are you? Do you want to talk about how I ended things? Is that okay? So I feel like it's just on the surface right now, and we need to okay. give your listeners a a little insight.
0: Uh, yeah, we can do that. Give me one second. Cause I want to see if this is still here. I highly doubt it. This is embarrassing. But if it is, uh, how sweet would that have been? So. Oh, oh, it, wow. The, the, I, oh my gosh. Look at, I, I don't go into my voicemail really ever because only people leave me voicemails. You
1: saved the voicemail? I don't
0: save. I just, I just, I don't go into my voicemail except when my father calls me and I hit delete, you know? Um. Do
1: you want to talk about that?
0: Hold on. No. Uh, Talk about my father? No, 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 no. Hold on. Whatever
1: you're doing right now better be really important that you can't talk to me. Guess I'll have to try and call back later. I'm at base camp for a little while, so I have self-service. Hope everything's fine and dandy in your neck of the woods. Bye.
0: Look how adorable you were. Back in the day. Uh, do you know what I, what I was doing? I was uh, at a blackjack table when <laughs> you called <laughs> no, for that one. <laughs> um, well, so things were, things were going well. We're in summer break. A lot of like positive things being sent back and forth. Mm-hmm. You went off camping. Um, <laughs>
1: professionally.
0: Professionally camping. Um, I got some really cute postcards. And then I just got... I, it went from like a really ecstatic... Here's what was confusing me. I got a very ecstatic postcard. And then I got a letter, uh, and I'm thinking I'm super excited because oh my god, it's a letter. That has to just be more awesomeness, and it was not. So um, I don't have the letter with me. I that would have been a much better move. on my Oh po- no,
1: that would have been that, that would have been, been great. A bit of a jerk move. No, I was I was kind of a dick to you. I admit that. <laughs> yeah. I My like eighteen, nineteen year old self, if I had to have that conversation with you again, I would have chosen a different media. Yeah. Like a phone call.
0: Dumping me via snail mail. Very uh, 1850s of you.
1: <laughs> Not the first time you said that to me. Yep. Um, no, honestly, would have done things differently this time uh, around if I had to dump you today. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but no, I was trying to be really honest and fair about both of our feelings <laughs> and just let you know as quickly as possible that I was onto someone else.
0: So what happened? You never really explained what, like, I never got an explanation. There was just a very brief, like, I'm just, I can't see you. There was no why. There was just that.
1: It was me trying to be totally fair about what I was doing that summer and feeling as though you deserved to be completely free of any attachment to me because I was moving on.
0: I was free. I was hooking up with other people. We were not like exclusive. You were
1: hooking up with other people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I mean, honestly, it's been 5, 6 years. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah sure, all no, of that's the details, fair. but in my mind, I was trying to do the right thing of being just honest about where my emotional priorities were mm-hmm. at the time. So, had I to go through that conversation right now, I'd have picked up the phone and just laid it all out there and said, you know, I'm 3000 miles away and this is just, I can't, I'm not even thinking about the East coast right now. Mm. Um, but no, it's, it's like a six year old apology. <laughs> is that okay? Uh. No, I'm apologize on behalf of my, my 19 year old <laughs> insensitivities. Um, but you, you look okay. You don't look too emotionally scarred.
0: Oh no, I've I've learned to hide it all really well. Oh. I mean, that's that's why I have the show. So eat your like,
1: feelings, drink your feelings.
0: Uh, I'm trying to eat my feelings less, but the last like you mm, look good. Two, uh, mm, I'm okay.
1: Fuck off, it's a compliment.
0: I recognize I look good. I just want the type of body where like I don't have to have a good personality. That's the type of <laughs> oh, that's you don't. my goal weight. It's okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, again, this I don't know back back then i was definitely like fucking war torn uh but i don't know i think it was just weird that i didn't know why i was were you emotionally like just not interested anymore or was it that you were just going to focus on someone out at camp
1: i was focused on six people <laughs>
0: you in all at camp yeah just one big orgy in the woods
1: pretty much yeah <sighs> And it didn't feel fair to myself or mm. to you to continue talking when my mind was elsewhere. Mm. And I felt like I was going to come back to school with lots of not emotional baggage, but just distractions from, from that time and didn't know what of those half a dozen situations were going to continue. So, Okay. You, you good? Are we good? Okay. You mean to make you a waffle or something?
0: (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I'll be okay. okay. I can't cook.
1: That would be bad. I'll be okay. I can make you some cereal.
0: I'll be fine. Um, It was just funny because, again, no answers. And then the next time you reached out to me was you were looking for, like, housing help in New York I'm like, I mean, hey, you can go try Craigslist, but this is only weird because you've never acknowledged the letter. (laughs) You just like reached out. No, that
1: was weird. I think subconsciously I was looking for an opportunity to reach out to you and that felt like a safe, oh, okay, maybe we can try and be friends now. Because we were still Facebook friends. Right. We just hadn't talked in a while. I
0: love emotionally bludgering myself like that. If someone, like, (laughs) hurts me, I keep them as a Facebook friend so they can keep. Because I love self-harm, but I don't have the balls to cut.
1: (laughs) I don't even, I'm picturing weird things right now.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Please don't tell me you put the word balls and cut. It's like, oh, mm, mm. mm, no. Like, Can't do it. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> um. No. I'm. I'm sorry if you were. <laughs> I don't know. Were you Facebook stalking me? What
0: was? Uh. Very. No. Very no.
1: Infrequently. I Facebook stalked you infrequently. Well,
0: what happens is like you just pop up. If it's someone uh, you just, just were talking speed. to a bunch, Facebook knows to bring that person up more, uh, mm. even when things end. So, th- but there's no way of telling Facebook. Or at least back then, there wasn't a way you could say Facebook. Hey, Facebook, I don't want to see much of it right now. It's
1: You could have defriended me. I probably deserved that. I mean,
0: I could have done that, but then, you know
1: then we wouldn't be here wouldn't having be this here. pleasant conversation about mistakes I made half a decade ago. Half
0: a decade ago. I'm
1: a pretty nice person now, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, are you? Are yeah, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, depending on who you ask, I'll give you a short <laughs> list of people not to talk to. Okay.
0: This is short list. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're just pleasant now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, well, I mean, I'm, again, six years, I was very different then, uh, than I am now. I'm sure you're Different.
1: And your personality is the same, but is it? Not much the, you can do about that. In the that. like
0: twenty minutes that you've seen me <laughs> after six years, you're like, yeah, it seems hmm. about the same.
1: You you do you definitely look the same. You have the same aura of like um, happy confidence. And happy nice. confidence. Yeah. What's
0: happy confidence? You
1: walk into a room and you're you're easy to talk to, and um, I don't know. You seem like you're in a good mood, which. In Chicago is not always that easy to find.
0: Eh? I've had a good week, and uh, I'm
1: happy for you. See, fucking pleasant, right here. Fucking pleasant, Fuck, motherfucking
0: pleasant. Title of the episode: Emily, <laughs> fucking pleasant.
1: <laughs> um, Way nicer than she was when she was a teenager. Ah,
0: uh, well, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm also in a good mood because I've, uh, I've been excited for this one because I was just—I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen you in six years, and it's true. Uh, just was curious.
1: Any other questions? <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> <the>
1: <laughs> things you want to do? You remember what happened on up? May fifth oh of two
0: thousand nine?
1: No, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> uh, but no, I have an, I have a lot of nice memories. We have gone ice skating in Rockefeller Center together. That was really fun. Uh, I think we celebrated a St. Patrick's Day together. Yeah, um, it's
0: when y'all were in town
1: when I was underage and had a really good time. As was I. Um, you've, you always seemed like you knew exactly what to do, love, like which bars weren't going car to card us, which club was going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was a big deal for me to have like a real spring break. Um, which sounds so, I don't know, adolescent when I think about it now.
0: Because but spring break, the cool spring break is in Cabo, like, and you chose no, to freeze in New York.
1: New York City was great. Um, oh, I wish I could go back, but. As we discussed earlier, the, the rent would cost a portion of my soul. Mm. Sell something to the devil. I don't know. It's,
0: for me, it's worth it. Oh, man. I can't think of a place. I mean, that's who I'm in love with possibly the most of New York City. Well, yeah. That's I fair. just feel I just feel vibes when I walk through, you know? I just feel the energy. In your
1: special place.
0: I'm in my special place <laughs> when I am walking around New York City, more so than any other place. I remember going for my college visit, and I, I, I got like, Eleven different schools, and I didn't. How many
1: see, did you apply for? Twelve. <laughs> okay.
0: And and uh, I I didn't even see most of them because as soon as I step foot, like NYU doesn't have a campus, but as soon as I step foot, like in the village, and I'm on my tour, I'm just like, oh my god, this is it, this yeah. is it, I can feel it.
1: That's fantastic. But, now I like the idea of living your life to fall in love with as many different kinds of things as possible. Um, you know, you talk about looking for that special someone, but if you have a place that truly feels like your home, that you're going to stay forever, that's a certain kind of love that a lot of people don't have. Yeah. You you have comedy. That's a passion in life that a lot of people probably wish that they had.
0: Yeah. I have those things, you know, you just, you also (laughs) want, yeah, but like those things can't go on a date with me. It's uh, they can't go get dinner.
1: Yeah. But do you talk to people who have desk jobs that pay them just fine they have benefits but they have no passion for what they do sure sure
0: i feel sad for they work in my office but the thing is like i also want more you know i'm like i'm a i'm a greedy person i'm like i want all the things yeah yeah but. i
1: want all the things but new york is financially unattainable mm-hmm. at the moment so, well,
0: so um are, are you now in love yourself You've got you've got the boyfriend. That was the only thing that maybe maybe stung it a little more. I was like, Oh I'll, I'll go over, it's fine. She's got a boyfriend, it's totally cool. I'm fine with it. Totally. Not even thinking about it. It's okay. It's totally fine, bro. I'm just gonna be stung crying in little. this corner. <laughs> oh, wow
1: six years Billy six
0: years <clears throat> i'm so over so many more people have broken my heart like in person that this is like so right i was far special
1: ago. i was like i gave you a piece of paper you could hold on to forever
0: it's actually hanging in my oh my, God, my dude, bedroom why? at my mom's house why cuz i hung it up there when i got it and then i just never took it down cuz i stopped living there okay but it's really actually the only thing hanging in my room is <laughs> the is the postcard before <laughs> the room and the letter uh. I just never took it down. Um, I think I opened it once since getting it. But it's just like... So it came in the summer after my sophomore year. And then after that summer, I stopped living at home. Even during the summers, I would still live in New York. So it's not like I was ever home to take it down. No one ever took it down for me. So it's just there. Okay. Like I may go when I get home, when I get back to the East Coast, I actually might go Do you want to have, like, revisit. a
1: seance and, you know, light some candles and, and then, just, like, burn it up?
0: Yeah, in, like, a ceremonious fashion. <laughs> like, with the ep- with this episode, I am now over it. So over it.
1: Fantastic. <laughs> Closure. Forget I'm, that, bitch. I mean, yeah. She's I mean, so
0: pleasant, but she's a jerk. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, it's been six years. Six years, years got No, I'm fine. Yeah, listen, I'm fine. But at the same time, like, I, I, I was excited to to chat only if only just to like find out what else was going on you know and that's what that was nice to get okay and now we can like talk
1: no the the commitment thing the more intense romantic feelings uh part of any kind of relationship did not come easily for me Mm -hmm. um i've had i'm a quarter of a century old i've had two boyfriends and i've only liked one of them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the first one was kind of felt almost like societal pressure to um, live a certain way or have a certain picture. Um, I don't know. Do what do what I thought my peers and my family wanted me to do.
0: Which was to get married and make a baby. Ugh, gross. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> make a baby. No, no, thank you. Make a career. Um, but... No, it just, it that part did not come come naturally to me. As mm-hmm. you said earlier, it had to be that one person who sort of pushed me into the priority of serious long-term, um, long-term commitment. Right. Now, even, I, even as I say that phrase now, it's like a little shiver runs a, down my spine.
0: Anytime but, you say anything cutesy, do you kind of get like, oh
1: Yes. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, like a chill runs through the room. All right. Um, but I'm I'm happy. Surprisingly enough,
0: that's good. That's good.
1: Being a kept woman,
0: a kept woman. <laughs> how how long have you been with this one?
1: About a year and a half. All right. <laughs> Look at that. Door's right there. It's always- <laughs> no, I'm. It's it's bizarre to be in a relationship that feels almost like a friendship first uh-huh. and a relationship second.
0: How how did you all meet?
1: Uh, I hired him.
0: You hired him. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wouldn't believe what he did in that interview. <laughs> wow.
0: Hey, uh, what uh, what was, what were you hiring him for? <laughs>
1: um, I work part time in a bakery.
0: Oh.
1: He was um a frequent customer, and has since uh quit the job to focus on his studies. But we were coworkers for a little while there. Okay. Um, and who? just were very good friends.
0: And who asked the other one out first? Um you're already in like the power position like you hired him.
1: Mhm. So uh, we had um lots of sort of colleague group events and that transitioned into us spending more time alone. Um and that just yeah no there was no asking out it just sort of happened. Okay.
0: Organically. Organically. No that's, that's great but you know there's always that I feel like, and it's the the play of like the millennials, especially is the whole, because there's a, you know, such hookup culture. So it's like you, you never, like, what was the transition between like, you guys were just hooking up and then the dating? Because that always seems to be the confusing part. It's like, okay, like, when do we talk about what the fuck we're doing? Uh, it's been eight months and we've been making out for all of them. What now?
1: Okay. No, yeah. I, I completely agree that I, that is potentially the most frustrating part of Um, like the early onset relationship is the, the hard conversation of defining what you are. Um, and I really lucked out because he's a little more on the conservative side. So it was sort of implicitly relationship oriented. Mm -hmm. So in that respect, his, um, more traditional concept of a relationship, um, sort of compensated for my sometimes commitment phobic habits. Uh Um, And it was his confidence in that respect made it really easy to um, transition into a, like the early stages of a more serious relationship. Does that answer your question? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little bit oh my God it's hard to well it's hard to find like I mean especially in New York City I don't know how dating is in Chicago, but in New York it's like a lot of women who are very goal oriented and <laughs> Sorry. um emotionally unavailable <laughs> and you know um they just want there's a lot of like casual dating and yeah. it's not even just like just mindless sex as much as it is like we're gonna just date but not it's dating all very casual
1: yeah. Which was sort of my bread and butter for romantic interactions Mm -hmm. until this situation happened. And I don't have any real logical explanation for why this was my Achilles' heel
0: for falling in love and falling in love, falling in love.
1: Um. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ew! You sound yeah. You you totally belong in this show. You totally sound like someone I did. I'm, really I'm in cynical. love and I hate it. No,
1: I, I love I love the love, but Valentine's Day. Why is that even still around? The, you know, um, the economy. <laughs> right, I can't afford Valentine's Day. Um, no, I I don't have any logical explanation for why. Those feelings developed out of this particular circumstance and not any other guy I went on Mm -hmm. half a dozen dates with and then things petered out because I'm goal oriented and emotionally unavailable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But potentially just we had so much in common that um, becoming more serious was completely unavoidable. It just felt completely natural. So, That's good. That mushy enough for you? Yeah, yeah. I love him more than I should. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, take a moment when when later today and, and scroll through. I am you not will doing you that. will be entertained. I <laughs> am
1: not doing that. I'm sure we. I'm sure there were. I'm, I would like to hope that there was at least some some good comedic banter back I mean, and forth because com- I enjoyed that more than anything else. Well, in yeah, terms of our interaction.
0: Well, I like a girl who like is witty like I, I want to be able to do improv like yeah, when i'm out dinner. i was
1: mean i remember that you're a little bit mean you're like the right amount of mean <laughs>
0: um it was either that or i was telling you that because like no billy let's just say that's fine and it's okay because <laughs> we get there's a good one here so let's hold on <laughs> um but i don't know I, I mean i think the reason i kind of got fell for you a little quicker than usual is just because like i just gotta have a relationship and then i had another person who i'd gone really into it and she broke things off. So I think I was still like
1: rebounding a little.
0: Yeah. Like I'm emotionally searching out for something to grasp on to. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, I could go fuck someone, but I mean, I was looking for, my heart was looking for someone to hold on to. (laughs)
1: Okay. You know, mine was not
0: (laughs) clearly. Yes. (laughs)
1: Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what there is to be said for just, um, Trying to enjoy your life until that kind of um, romantic connection just yeah. finds you, um, I know it's so cliched to I know stop it's all living, they just yeah but,
0: I mean I, at this point, I stopped looking as much as i'm I used to carry myself in a manner where I wasn't really inviting it as a possibility, mm-hmm. so I was doing I was doing things up up top that were just automatically disqualifying myself from like, future romantic endeavors with that person. Mm-hmm. So now it's more like, I'm not going to, like, search for a girlfriend as much as I am leaving myself, I'm leaving the doors open. Uh, as much as I'm leaving the doors open for anything, because as I've, I've come to learn now in, in 25, almost 26 years, like, uh, my uh, a relationship doesn't have to be a girlfriend with one person she that person might be more appropriate as less a sex partner another one might be more appropriate as a really close friend who I sometimes get naked with another one might be a girlfriend connection like it just each relationship is its own thing, and one of those might develop into like something more romantic but um i I'm just allowing anything to be whatever it needs to be
1: does that work for you from emotionally an emotionally secure kind of place? um what do you mean does the casual sex thing ever end up hurting you when one person is more or less emotionally invested than the other
0: by by one person do you mean me no
1: i mean i mean from either perspective does
0: i've broke i've broken very few hearts um
1: (laughs) um, i could say the same thing yeah Sorry,
0: <laughs> uh, I could fit them. I could. Fit, you're like I could fill all the guys' hearts. I've broken into like one room. Uh, nope, this he's room. here. This is good. We're good. We've got it. No. Um. It, you know, I mean, listen. I love sex. It's great, and I also love love. Um. And I feel like the casual sex has not gone in the way too much. Okay. Um. Just except for when I happen to fall in love with someone. Like that's really the only it doesn't. I don't think it's because of the casual sex. I think it's just because I realize I'm really into this person and then I have really bad timing so I end up feeling that way about people who it can't happen with. Okay. Whether I know it or not. Like Sometimes people suggest that I'm picking people on purpose who can't um, meet that for me. But sometimes it's just like I'll find out after. sometimes I end up with someone and they're about to get into a relationship and I had no idea but mm. then they happen to be like hey now I'm going to have a boyfriend. Case in point. Um, but no, it, ha- it happens actually a bit. You know, I'll be like, I thought you weren't looking for a relationship. And like I said before, it's she's like I wasn't. But then I meet this person. And that's it. So it wasn't that you didn't want a relationship. You just didn't want a relationship with me. Have you ever uh, seen
1: 500 Days of Summer?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was right before Adam Sandler's uh, descent.
1: Uh no, I'm not comparing our situation to that film because that was I think much much more dramatic than either of us. Also, you do not have
0: dramatic short-term memory loss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't? No. <laughs> <laughs> um No, 500 Days of Summer was was New Girl chick, Zoe Deschanel.
0: Oh, oh 500 days. oh, that, I don't know why it, I was okay. thinking five, uh, fifty first Dates, uh, 500 Days of Summer, okay. wonderful, fucking awesome movie.
1: Maybe our communication was the problem.
0: Oh, uh, clearly.
1: <laughs> no, I actually I,
0: think, didn't it come out that summer? I feel like it came out summer 2009. Oh, I have no idea. But, but I watched that movie, movie and
1: thought, oh, yeah, yeah, we're dicks, Zoe, we're dicks.
0: <laughs> yep, and that's why I love 500 Days of Summer. It's like, oh, here's a movie that gets me.
1: Yes. No, it's uh, sad,
0: but optimistic. So, yeah, yeah. Sad, sad, but optimistic.
1: <laughs> well, and you're, I mean, I don't know. I feel kind of silly um being pessimistic about things like the future, you know, future career paths, future romantic paths, because we still are so young.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know. I picture you in like five years, you could absolutely have the white picket fence situation with your Whoa. cigar and Whoa. little Billy Juniors.
0: It's my non monogamous wife, yeah, we'll <laughs> see about that. Uh, um, but we don't have like a legal marriage because uh, we're above that. That's that's why I feel like it would end up being Really? Uh, There's
1: something really nice about the ceremony. I don't know. I oh, think I'm not I am not I am not
0: I'm not anti getting marriage. married. I was just Making a cunty joke about like okay. a lot of you know progressive minded.
1: I'm trying to have a serious yeah. conversation. Oh, you wanted to
0: be serious yeah, now? I'm serious. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm not against marriage, but I don't think it, I, it's not happening in the next five years. How do you know? Um, just simply because I I believe in uh, longevity, and I do not want to jump into something in like two years. Like I interviewed someone who she moved in with her boyfriend probably in the first like three weeks. Wow. I'm like no. No.
1: The, the, those are two. I believe in putting in multiple extremes there, though. You don't have I, to. I believe in, in putting in
0: multiple years of testing. And so it's like, <laughs> like let's make sure this is something that is actually going to last before we get the government involved in our situation.
1: But you do yeah. see yourself getting married eventually.
0: I mean, if that's something that me and another person wanted, okay. I, I could do that. Yeah. I mean, people. I've had people Your ask face me is like,
1: like, "I don't fucking know."
0: <laughs> I really don't. Like, I'm 25. Like, I don't know anything about the world. Okay. Um, but yeah. First, I, for, people ask me like, "Would you want kids? Would you ever want to get married?" I was like, "Dude, I just need to get. Let me focus on getting a girlfriend first. That hasn't happened in a very long time um, since I was 19." So, wow. Yeah,
1: but you look happy.
0: I'm. I am really good at. Uh, no, I'm. I'm okay. I'm. <laughs> Pretty fine, it's ups and downs, it's like extreme ups and downs. Don't but you
1: think that people who are in relationships feel that same way?
0: I welcome feeling really shitty because to feel that shitty, it meant I also had to have felt equally that good on the other side of it. And I'd rather feel amazing and head over heels and then have it come crashing down at some point than always feel like kind of into someone and like kind of disappointed or not, you know, or unaffected. It just seems so blah, you know?
1: Okay. I disagree with you mostly. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. Mostly. I do tell.
1: Um, I completely, I do agree that, um, that the hard times do sort of wake you up to the good times you weren't paying attention to. Mm. Um, but in terms of day to day contentment, I strive for like a normal routine and just, pleasant conversation over breakfast and I make my bed every morning. I mean, part of me likes the, the calm normal that, uh, some more, I don't want to say conservative behavior, but, um, I don't know. I think there's something to be said for, for being calm. Um, Mm. and I I don't really miss the, the high highs and the low lows of, um, like the crazy college years of um the the blackout drunk nights and the
0: blackout drunk nights. Okay,
1: I miss it sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: I miss being able to uh, hold my liquor.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. When did that happen? I mean, older 23. people, yeah,
0: 23 was when I stopped being able to drink like I was in college.
1: I remember being warned about those changes, but I didn't think they were like, happen. nah, like, never uh, I've got so many years until I turned 30. Yeah. And it happened. <laughs> it happened sooner than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah. But I, don't know. I, when I mean like the volatile changes, I don't mean like day to day. I just mean in general, you know. Have is an adventure life is an adventure, dude <laughs> gotta gotta do it
1: and now you're a surfer.
0: <laughs> um, did you do like a lot of casual dating before this this fellow, or
1: yes, emotionally unattached, pretty unavailable. I mean, it was a fine time. It was fun to go mm-hmm. out to dinner and to try and get to know people on a more personal level than just like work acquaintances um but I just, I could never bring myself to care very much. And um, the situation just felt so easy, so natural. So.
0: Right, right. Okay. <laughs> Did you, I mean, yeah, again, six years removed. I know memory is like oh washy. <coughs> Billy, it's been six years. Get over it. I can just, it's all over I your face. I can only apologize so, all, so many times. It's all over your face. <laughs>
1: Didn't we date for like 2 months? <laughs>
0: um no.
1: I not I uh, mean you define emotional investment. Right?
0: I also own, I'm like, also the type of dude like I own own know I know like 2 days in if I'm into somebody like it's I'm not saying like I fall in love in two days, but like I already I can tell pretty early on like if I'm in this emotionally or if like this is a cool person I like having sex with.
1: And you know, I'm I'm jealous of that because I've been in relationships where I've invested for five months and it just it's, I'm waiting you for an emotional f- attachment that just isn't isn't arriving.
0: Right. And I'm I'm grateful that I can kind of tell that and not have to put four months in. You know, I I'm glad that after like a month if, I, if we hang out like a half dozen times in a month, I'm gonna have an idea, yeah, of like and which you're a, trajectory.
1: You're a passionate person, so that's I mean, one more thing about life to enjoy,
0: yeah, yeah, I'll do my best.
1: So, what were you gonna say about uh six years ago? Huh? No, I'm, nope. I'm so, well, over yep. so over it, mm-hmm. so over it,
0: so over it's fine. <laughs> I got closure, it's good. I don't know, um.
1: You're so holding back right now.
0: <laughs> no. Well, you were just talking about uh, the casual dating and then you, you had trouble finding, being able to care. No, I'm not asking. Because, okay. So I'll say what I'm going to ask, but then you're not going to answer because I have to learn to be okay with not getting these these answers because they don't matter. Or So I was going to say, well, did you care about me? Don't answer that because I'm supposed to be okay with just like taking like yes for an answer when I see things or just... Take okay, I there's this girl I dated for like a year and a half, wouldn't be my girlfriend, wouldn't even get dinner with me. A year and a half. A woman would not go get dinner with me. It was complicated. And but she would That's the name I, of
1: your rom com, right?
0: Right. Uh, I would keep asking her, like, are you even into me? Like, do you do you even like me? She's like, I'm here, like I'm I'm with you. Um now she was like a shitty person to me in general. It's a it's a trend. I can. You point to me as you say that. I fall into a trend of dating people who don't treat me well. But it's but what she did teach me was uh, was that I should just uh, take these like nonverbal answers as an answer. It's like yeah, her presence. She's she could be doing one of a bunch of things, but she's with me, so I'm learning to take that as a yes. So if I um, go back and read things from you, like just take that as a yes. So I don't need to ask you six years later. I don't know. So no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a question for you. Anyway. Anyways.
1: Anyway. (laughs) Oh, is it
0: anyway, not anyways? No. I don't fucking know. I'm the type of guy I'll throw a word in because it sounds like it should go there, but I don't know what it means. I said ostensibly last night in the car and I say, I'm using ostensibly. I don't know if that's the right word there, but it sounds good to me. (laughs) Sometimes it's very much backfired.
1: If you're in like a professional setting and someone corrects you?
0: No, it, it's not just being corrected, but when the word is just like way not even close mm. to fitting in that sentence.
1: I have a dictionary app. I can share it with you. I, have
0: a, I mean, I have two, but...
1: But you don't look, look up words? <laughs> not a crossword guy?
0: I'm, I am a crossword guy. But okay. Just uh, not very good. <laughs> I can play all sorts of instruments. Not well, but I can play them. It's you know, not, not a thing. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> Anything else you want to like, ask? Move, moving on. I feel like we have to, we have to end on like a happier note. <laughs> end
0: on happier notes. Um, what's, what's something really happy uh, about this fellow? <laughs>
1: um happy
0: oh how about this tell me that what when when did you when did you realize when was that so you said you know you went you you spent a lot of time putting four or five months in the guys and you're just not feeling that emotion um because unlike me like you don't know right away um when was that moment what was that moment like when you're like oh my god i think i think i'm i think i love this guy
1: that's uh an embarrassing story so you might enjoy it okay Uh, He and I attended the birthday party of a friend. Um, It was very cold, very dry outside. And um, I got this heinous, bloody nose in the middle of walking home. Blood all over my face, my coat, my clothes. Hot. Right? Wow. Um, And I had a big handful of, of tissues like pressed up against my face. I finally get my, you know, my nose to stop leaking. And I was embarrassed because at that point we had only been dating a few months. Um, and it's potentially not the sexiest thing in the world to have like crusted blood in your hair on your walk home. Um, and he grabbed the bloody tissues out of my hand and stuck them in his pocket. And told me I was beautiful and just kissed me with all that stuff on my face, so that was pretty hard to to say no to. And I think I drunkenly told him that I loved him that night. So
0: <laughs> nothing, oh, wait, wait, nothing more
1: charming than like a bloody drunk chick <laughs> declaring her love for you. Wait,
0: was he also intoxicated?
1: Potentially, but I'm a bit of a lightweight, so <laughs> okay.
0: That, like, almost... I was
1: definitely more drunk than he was.
0: Okay, okay. So. Well, because part of me is like, if it's both of you stumbling down the street, and then he's just like, you're beautiful. You're Are you he trying
1: has... to ruin my nice memories? I'm sorry, this, this, I'm going to, like...
0: you can keep your nice memory. It's fine, it's fine, I'm not.
1: Revenge. <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 I'm above, I'm above revenge, I think.
1: No, it was, it was a very sweet moment, so. <laughs> you know, it
0: sounded really sweet until yeah. I heard you guys were drunk, but uh, before then, I was just like, like, that's really adorable.
1: Tipsy. it's still it it's still
0: it's still super sweet that's Thank a nice you. that's a nice moment
1: yes it was
0: yeah <laughs> Yep. yeah i think i think that's all i had i don't know okay anything you would want to say
1: um no i with frustrations regarding like romantic situations that have yet to fully develop or for me i guess it's more like financial security, and a job that I'd like to see, um, you know, a career that I'm hoping to build, it's just really reassuring to remember that we are still puppies in this crazy game of life, and that I hope that the best things are still ahead of us, so.
0: Me too, me too. Hope, dreams, vision, future. Those are words. Those are all words that you might see on a uh, campaign poster.
1: You running for something?
0: or are you running from something <laughs> you taking
1: orders or taking over
0: <laughs> um well emily thanks for uh for reconnecting all six years billy it's been six years <laughs> no um but it, it, it's great seeing you all these years yeah, later I know. thank
1: you very much for having me
0: thank yeah thank you for in doing it. And, yes in your <laughs> Your lovely pad. Thank you. And uh, I'm glad to see so that you're no happy and man. things are well. And I'm not jealous of him at all. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> six years, six of them.
1: You know what? You're you're doing a lot of smiling. I'm I'm not too worried about your <laughs> your mental stability right now.
0: No, I'm good. I'm I'm like I said. I'm I'm actually happy for you. I know. How I ho-
1: I like mostly believe you.
0: You mostly, no, I, 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 I personally know how hard it is to like, you know, find someone who you're really into, who's also into you. I found out that the latter portion of that equation is super important. <laughs> so, I don't know.
1: We were so close to ending on a
0: positive note. So and close. You just had
1: to keep talking.
0: <laughs> the amount of times I hear that. Uh, apparently that's, that's one of the things I got to work on.
1: Okay.
0: Billy, just, just let it be. Yeah.
1: You know what? You're headed back to New York soon. I wish you safe and happy travels.
0: Thank you, Emily. On that, I uh, want you to say goodbye to all the lovely people.
1: All right. Bye, lovely people. You have a lovely day.
0: Oh, lovely. Pleasant. Okay. Yeah, everybody. So, six years. I'm so over it, guys. No, no I actually am. Um, no, she looked, Emily looked great, just as gorgeous as ever. Uh, maybe even a little bit more so than before. Uh seems happy it wasn't too awkward and uh it was really nice seeing her and hopefully next time she's in new york you know it won't be uh it'll be even less awkward and so i i did a covert mission back to my my hometown house in new jersey to uh recover this letter that was hanging in my bedroom for 6 years untouched and you know it was funny so hanging on the wall uh, with a push pin is a, a postcard. It's like, like a happy postcard. It, it's, it's immediately preceded this letter, which is why I was so shocked because I got like a happy postcard and then I got this letter. Then, and then the letter and then there's also, and I totally forgot about this, and it's such a coincidence that she even mentioned the movie during the podcast, but pinned with the postcard and the letter is a ticket stub from when I saw 500 Days of Summer That summer by myself. Totally forgot that was, uh, I put that with the other items. And see, even back then, I knew that she's, she is Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel, like, knew a shit ton about artwork. So I am going to read the letter to you guys. I haven't read it since I took it down. Um, So, we'll see how this is. Dear Billy. Dear Billy. Earlier in the summer, I got broken hearted. Dealing with that, I realized that I would hate to lead you on the same way I was manipulated. I never meant for things to get this far between us, and I know now that I'll never be able to return your feelings for me. Because of this, I can't continue any sort of romantic relationship with you even a casual one. Please know that I never meant to hurt you. Sincerely, Emily. It's weird. It's not too intense. It's kind of short, it's succinct. And because it's short and succinct, there was like no answers in it. Uh, so at the time, I was just confused because I had just gotten like a happy postcard from her with lots of smiley faces. And since the postcard, she had to like draw smiley faces. Uh, it's not texting. Where Siri does it for you. I don't know. So reading that is interesting because uh, that was like the first real like getting dumped thing I'd ever gone through. Because my previous girl, my, this was sophomore year. So I had already broken up with Arisa, Uh But that was mutual. We just decided we didn't want to do a long distance relationship uh, the, for another year. And so this is the first time someone had really like I was seeing someone romantically, and then they were like, "Yeah, no." and that kind of sucks. It sucks being dumped, and I don't know, so yeah, there were de- there were definitely a lot of questions I had, but I guess I was so sad I was like, "I'm not gonna keep contacting." It's weird reading something like that so many years later. Uh, you almost start feeling you, you feel a percentage of the emotion that I felt that night, and I remember that that day when I read it, um, I was very sad. I there' was a lot of tears, not crying now, but um you know you kind of almost I, I, you feel almost like a little bit of sinking inside, just just the memory of the pain. And I'm glad that we got to to talk. All these years later feels healthy so thank you everybody uh sorry if this wasn't like a super sexy exciting episode for you guys uh this was definitely a more uh important episode for me though so whether or not you guys liked it it, it was good it was it was good for me as always guys I am here uh every Wednesday or whichever day you like to listen to podcasts uh do make sure. You are subscribed to the Manhor podcast on iTunes, any podcast app you like, check out the website, manhorpod.com. I'm over on Twitter and Periscope at the Billy Persida. Until next week, everybody, love the one you're with. Stay slutty.